0: Hey there. I'm Nina Ellison, your host with The Art of Leadership. And today, I have a challenge for us all. The challenge? Learn to honor that which we have in common. Learn to honor that which we have in common. I'm sharing thoughts that were triggered from a book published in 2018 and written by former NFL football player and pastor, Miles McPherson. It's called The Third Option. Listening to my voice, you may be from the UK, Canada, India, Peru, Kenya, Brazil, Australia, or the USA. Thanks to the group that's growing from the UK as you choose to hear my thoughts on the soft skills of leadership. Thinking about our world, in just seconds, I could come up with at least a dozen huge differences that we disagree on, that we have opposing opinions about, topics where we have conflict, where our disagreements turn to anger. Our world culture has prepared us to be divided. Us versus them, or me versus you. Rich versus poor, color versus white, right versus wrong. At the individual level, what's a leader to do? What I'm going to share with you may may almost seem ridiculous, unrealistic, given all of the tensions we face. Yet what Miles McPherson challenges us to consider is that it's time for us to learn how to lead from our similarities from what we have in common, rather than our differences and what will undoubtedly divide us. And leaders need to show the way in learning how to honor that which we have in common. So here's the question. (laughs) Is it possible to find a way to honor that which we have in common? And my response is, yes, we can reframe our thinking in a way that will allow us to do this. When we choose to honor someone, that honor assigns value to that person. And when I begin to value you, I see you so differently. We'll still disagree. (laughs) We'll always have disagreements, but the narrative of our shared story looks very different. Now, this is not a new thought or a new concept. And in his book, Miles points out a story that was recorded over 2,500 years ago. It was written about the city of Jericho, where a battle was getting ready to take place. And there is a profound conversation between a leader called Joshua as he meets a stranger, someone he doesn't know. You can read the story in the book of Joshua in chapter 5 where it tells us that Joshua was getting near to Jericho and he looked up and he saw a man standing in front of him with a drawn sword in his hand. And so Joshua went up to him and said, hey, are you for us or are you for our enemies? Neither, he replied. I'm going to stop there in the story. Understanding that by pulling out just this part, I'm at risk for it appearing that I'm taking a story out of context of of missing the total picture. But really, I want to focus on the first word of this response to the question, are you for us or are you for them? And the reply, neither. This word neither presents a startling idea that a different option is possible. A third option an option that moves us towards honoring what we have in common. So let's talk about what you and I have in common, no no matter where we are in the world. And I want to go beyond the common needs that every one of us has, the primary and the secondary needs, such as food, shelter, health, education. And I wanna think about our tertiary needs, needs that we still all have in common, such as love, dignity, respect, the need for communication. You can add in the ones that are coming to your mind, and you may be thinking, how could Nina forget that one? Go ahead and add it in. Let's identify what we have in common. We we all have dreams of varying size and scope. We are all made of flesh and blood and bleed when we are cut. We're all constructed of the same basic DNA structure. So we do have a lot in common. But how do we learn to honor this? I believe a good leader will take the time to be intentional in discovering ways to honor others. And here are some suggestions for you to consider. The first suggestion involves storytelling. A leader learning other stories and being ready to share their own story is one way to learn how to honor others. Over the past three months, I have been privileged to be a part of a group that meets weekly with a commitment not to agreeing with each other, but a commitment to have the uncomfortable conversations that move us from anger and resentments to ideas such as community dialogue, an awareness of intense emotions, leaning into the hard work of connecting. And I'll tell you, learning the stories of these leaders and, and sharing my own story has increased my appreciation for them. My ability to honor each individual is increasing, with ever-deepening insight into their story. Author Sadiqa Kebi, a friend of mine from Lebanon, published her work this past year in a book called The Hidden Face of Scheherazade, Stories from Behind the Veil. Just the title alone lets you know that you're going to hear something unique. In Arabic, the name Scheherazade is a girl's name, meaning world freer. And most of us will remember Scheherazade as the narrator in stories known as the One Thousand and One Nights. I met Sadiqa in Paraguay, working with the John Maxwell team, facilitating transformational leadership roundtables. And reading her stories only increased my profound love and respect for her. This book, lets you travel with Sadiqa as she worked in Libya with the Red Cross. Her stories give a powerful voice to the voiceless. And if you want to move out of your comfort zone, read Sadiqa's short stories and then ask yourself again, how can I learn to honor what I have in common with every DNA-sharing member of the human race? I believe that learning each other's stories is a start. Not to see what's right or wrong, or where I agree or disagree, but rather to learn how to honor and value each person. Along with storytelling, another intentional way of learning how to honor others is by letting them know that you see them. How can you and I let others know that we see them? I mean, really see them. I think the first thought that comes to my mind is this idea of first you have to slow down and let curiosity guide you. So no structured plan, no certain framework, literally let curiosity guide you. Recently I met Joe, and I'm gonna guess that there are at least two generations separating us, but within just a few minutes I could tell we were going to have a uniquely deep conversation as we dove into a discussion about how our strengths influence the decisions we make. We had opposing views on the meaning of our strengths which added even more to the interaction. And the next week, after listening to a thought-provoking podcast, Defining Strengths, I knew I wanted to hear Joe's thoughts. So we connected again. And last night, my new friend sent me a text that said, you have a sense of gravity that is enjoyable and genuine. If we listed the ways that Joe's and I are alike to the ways that we are different, the different list would probably be three to four times longer. Yet the curiosity we brought into the conversation affirmed that we saw each other. What a rush. While our conversation was deep and intense, there was something so enjoyable and so genuine about the experience. A second way a leader can learn how to show that they see others is to pay attention to their strengths and be ready to acknowledge them. The last text I had with Joe in this conversation I was sharing was, Thanks, Joe. I am so glad we met. You have brought new perspectives to my mind, and I couldn't have had them without our conversation. With Joe, I valued his thoughtfulness and the depth of his insights. There are many more strengths and abilities that you could call out in your daily interactions as you seek to honor others things like determination, kindness, patience. Energy, generosity, honesty, compassion. And, and I could go on. It, it won't take you long to learn how to see the things that are the strengths in those you are learning to honor. And as you share these strengths with others, they will know that you have seen them. You know, I've talked about storytelling. And I've talked about being ready to articulate others' strengths. The third idea I want to share with you today in learning how to honor that which we have in common is to be willing to explore that there is a difference in knowing what a person looks like or sounds like to knowing who they are. In seeking to see the person, your eyes need to be willing to see the person behind the image in front of you. And I believe this can only happen when you're willing to have uncomfortable conversations where your commitment to learning how to honor what you have in common shines through. Do you have this kind of reputation as a leader? Or or maybe I should ask first, do you want this kind of reputation as a leader? That your actions show that you lead honoring others through seeking to learn and understand what you have in common. If you're unsure, reach out to someone different from you this week and ask if they're willing to share their story with you. And as the conversation moves forward, be ready to share your story with them. Thanks for joining me today and for considering your own personal approach to learning how to add honor and value to others.